In this episode, we are going deep on morning rituals. So we're gonna talk about how to design or redesign a powerful morning practice that will help you achieve success faster in your life. So you've probably been told that you need to have a morning ritual that really helps you set up your day for success. And maybe you have one that you love, or maybe you don't, maybe you've never tried it, or maybe you've been really inconsistent. In this episode, we're gonna go deep on all things morning rituals. And I'm actually gonna show you how having a powerful morning ritual to start your day is going to actually create more time in your day. So if you've been struggling and feeling like you don't have enough time to be consistent, I'm going to show you how it's actually going to help you create time. It's also going to help you collapse time so that you can reach your visions and your dreams for your life faster. So let's go ahead and dive in. If this is your first time here, I'm Lisa Limita. I'm one of the co-founders of Rise Leadership Circle. And our mission here at Rise is to help you expand into owning your value, your power, and your worth so that you can become well-paid and live a prosperous life. So welcome. Let's go ahead and dive in to this episode today. So let's just get started talking about the power of having a morning ritual. You could also call this a morning practice, a morning routine. The reason I like the word ritual though is because it implies intention, right? When we come to something that is a a ritual that we do, right? Whether we often think about this as like something ceremonial or um, in religious realms, we can think about rituals. And when we come into a ritual, we come with intention, right? There's a purpose and a power behind it. So that's why I love to use that word in relation to my morning practice. So I've actually had a morning practice, a morning ritual since I was in my 20s. And it first developed for me early, early on in my 20s. I was part of an MLM and this MLM in particular really focused on personal growth. I'm so grateful for this experience, you guys, because it is what really opened my eyes to personal growth and to delving into all of the ways that, you know, we can really create our life by design. And that's actually where I started with my first morning routine, although I didn't know that's actually what I was doing at the time, but I would get up before the kids. So my kids were really young. Um, it was a really busy, I was working full time. The kids were young. So I started getting up at 5 AM and I would get up about an hour before the kids got up so that I could just have my time, you know? And initially it started off where I would get up and I would just do some reading right away, which ended be time for prayer, maybe journal. And that was just the way I started to begin my day. And then eventually it you know, evolved over time as I've grown and as I've evolved, so has my morning routine. And I truly do believe that it is one of the key factors that has helped me create so much success in my business, in my life, is because of the intention that I bring to my mornings. And I want to help you do that too. So I know this is a, a topic that's talked about a lot. It's not a new topic by any means. But I really do find that people struggle to be consistent with a morning routine or to find a routine that feels like it's actually doing something for them. You know, sometimes when we we take on something new like this, like I'll often have people tell me it feels like I'm checking a, another thing on the box in my to-do list. And that just tells me you haven't found or designed the right morning practice for you yet to really help it become an intentional ritual designed to support you to have your future success. So 
let me share with you what my morning ritual looks like now. And yours might look completely different. We're going to talk about that in a second, but I'll share with you the way that I design my morning. So it looks a little bit different every single day for me now, and that's because I bring intention to it. I tune in and I ask myself, what do I feel like I need or what, what am I being called to right now? But I'll give you sort of the Cliff Notes version of, you know, what it generally always includes is soul time. So the purpose for me of my morning ritual is this is where I want to fill up. I love to be in service. I love to pour into other people and support other people all throughout the day. And I know that for me to do that, I have to fill my own cup first. I have to give myself some soul time. So for me, first and foremost, this is about my spiritual connection. It's about tuning in and tapping in. In my case, it's connecting with my spirit guides, my angels. It's prayer. Sometimes it's journaling. I don't journal every single day, but probably 80 to 90% of the time, my journal is a part of my morning ritual. And it can look a little bit different every day. The one thing that is always a part of my morning ritual is connecting with my dreams, connecting with my dreams, connecting with my vision, and really making that connection to my goals so that I can design the rest of my day with intention. I can show up with purpose and intention. The other thing that's a part of my morning routine is some sort of movement. I generally do um, a shorter yoga practice as part of my morning routine. Not every single day. I will tune in and listen to my body and see what it's needing that day. Sometimes I'll do it later in the day. I'll put my movement later in the day, depending on what I have going on. One thing that's always a part of it, as soon as I'm done with my morning practice, is a really nourishing, healthy, delicious breakfast, usually like a green smoothie or something like that. So, you know, there are other things that become a part of it. I might do an oracle card pull. You know, I may do some reading. It really depends on how much time I've allotted for it that day. So the, the biggest thing that I can say about having a powerful morning, morning ritual is that it's about you showing up and deciding that you get to be at the top of your priority list, that you do whatever you need to do in order to feel like you've filled up. This could be mindset work for you. This might be soul work. And it's really about deciding. It's about deciding how I want to enter my day. It's about deciding who I want to be as I go through the day. So when you start your day, this is what I found to be true. When I start my day with really clear intentions, I have more time in my day. And the simple fact is when I am focused on my vision, I'm focused on my goals, I have clear intentions, I'm not getting sidetracked with distractions. I'm not spending an hour scrolling social media or I'm not spending my day you know, putting out fires and just reacting to things. I come to my day with intention. And for me, it has created more time in my day. The other thing that's really powerful um, about this is that when I'm connecting to my vision, and I, I'm going to talk to you about this in a minute, but when I connect to my goals, I'm connecting to my future self. I'm connected to a version of me that's already living that future reality, which is so powerful. And she teaches me, right? When I connect to this future me, she teaches me. She shows me who I am in that moment. And there is some type of a rewiring of our brain that happens when we spend a lot of time connecting to this imagined future that we're calling in. There's a sense of like it giving our brain a sense of safety that when we're connected to the future vision, when, when we have taught our brain 
to see this happening over and over and over again, it doesn't put on the brakes. The ego doesn't have the need to protect us, to put the brakes on, to keep us from making change toward this vision because it's already seen it happen. It knows that there's no risk, right? It's it, The brain loves to repeat things it's already done. So the more you use this visualization technique, the less resistance you're going to have from your brain. So that's another reason I love it. And I think that it's really, really powerful. So let's talk about designing your ideal morning ritual. You know, I've just shared with you what mine is. It's kind of a combination of, you know, connecting with my future self, that spiritual connection. Those are always the important pieces. Um, you know, and and I will say some days I have five or 10 minutes and that's the amount of time I dedicate, but I still show up. And then there may be other days where I just have this really, you know, beautiful spaciousness to my morning and I might spend an hour. Sometimes I might even spend two hours. It just depends on my day. So I've been actually kind of playing with a few things and I am always experimenting to see what I what I love and what works for me. Generally, it's always been, you know, have my coffee and then step into this morning practice. However, in just the last week to two weeks, um, I read the book called Your Perfect Week by, I think it's Craig Ballantyne that wrote this book. It's, it's a really good book. And he talks about designing your day in such a way that like, you do your creative work first thing in the morning. And so Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, I have been experimenting with, I generally get up about six, six o'clock-ish, grab my coffee. So I've been experimenting with doing some work between 6.30 and eight o'clock as like my first work session. And that's my creative work because that is when my brain loves to create. I wake up and I'm full of ideas. And then doing my morning practice from 8 a.m. until about 10 a.m. So I have two hours to show up to my morning ritual. I generally do yoga, shower, get ready for the day, breakfast, all that happens within that two-hour period between 8 and 10. And it's actually working really well for me. I'm really liking it. So who knows? Maybe I'll keep this long-term. Like I said, I'm kind of experimenting with it to see what happens. But here's why I love this, because for me, I mean, I work from home, so it makes this really doable for me. If you don't work from home, this might not quite work for you in this way. But what I find that I'm really loving about this is it allows me to, you know, if there's anything I'm thinking about, like, oh, I need to get this to my team or something needs to be done or I've got these creative ideas, it allows me to get it done and off my plate right away first thing, which then does not interrupt my morning practice time. So, because otherwise, sometimes what happens is I sort of have a sense of anxiety of like, oh, I got to get this done, or I feel like I'm rushing through it. So it's working for me. Maybe give it a try if that helps you. Okay, you guys. So let's just talk about designing your morning practice. So I would love to hear from you. I always love your comments, you guys. So please comment or you can DM me on the social channels. I love to have some conversation about this. But you know, start first off by asking yourself, is your morning practice working for you? If you have one already, is it working? Is it helping you reach your goals faster? Are you connecting with your goals every single morning? And do you leave this morning practice or this morning ritual feeling really filled up? Because the key here is going to be about how it's making you feel. Our emotions, as you guys know, if you've been following um, the episodes that we've been releasing lately, we've been talking a lot about the power of emotions and the actions that we generate in our business and in our life are typically coming from how we feel. So when we are higher up on the emotional scale, when we're in an emotion that feels better to us, 
we are going to take an action that is more inspired, that is probably more impactful, that is actually coming from a sense of abundance already, and it tends to help us create our future faster. So it's about how you want to feel. When I leave my morning ritual, I want to feel inspired. I want to feel peaceful and calm. I want to feel really connected to my heart, to my spiritual practice. And then I can go ahead and bring that intention into my day. When I skip, and believe me, there are times I've got stuff going on. I skip my morning practice here and there. It can happen. My whole day feels off because I'm not starting with that sense of intention. I'm starting by like rushing through my day. And that's when bad habits creep in around you know, checking email too soon or scrolling on social media. So I want you to ask yourself this. If you have a morning routine already, is it making you feel how you want to feel? Is it making you feel powerful? Is it helping you believe in yourself? Is it helping you feel supportive, joyful, whatever it is for you? And if not, it may be time to just give it a little redesign. Maybe ask yourself, have I been following someone else, you know, what works for someone else? Like what would actually work for me? So start with how you want to feel. And then the next thing I would do is decide what you want to include in your morning ritual. So do you want to do mindset work? Do you want to connect with your body and get some movement in? Do you want to connect with your soul and your spiritual practice? Whatever it is, just decide what you want to bring into it. It could be all three. It might be just one. But I do highly recommend that for every single one of you, you include future visioning time. You include a connection to your big dreams, your goals, the things that you're working on. This is really key to pulling that future into the now, as we like to say. So you choose, you know, you can pick one, two, three, all of those things. And I, you know, I would base it on how much time you have. If you're working outside the home, if you have small kids, I think it's great if you can get up a little bit earlier and give yourself that time. If you have 10 minutes, let it be 10 minutes and focus on whichever one of those things is most important to you. If you have more time, then give yourself more time. So let me just give you guys a couple of keys that I think are so important to having an impactful morning ritual. Number one, plan it the night before. Plan it out the night before. So for me, what I love to do is before I end my work day, I like to plan my next day. I decide what time I'm going to get up. I decide what time I'm going to do my morning ritual, my morning practice. And I really look at, so what are the, you know, what to do? What are the tasks that I maybe have to do for my team? What's the creative work I want to do? Where am I working with clients? Whatever that may be. Or maybe I'm, it's a day where I've got a lot of personal time to do things. But I'm going to set that up the day before so that when I wake up, I'm waking up with purpose and intention. I'm not rolling out of bed whenever, like, what do I have to do again? You know? just kind of like wandering through the day. So take 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you have at the end of your workday and design your next day. Decide those things. And then you can put it in your day planner, your calendar, whatever you use. That's always step one. Step two, decide what time you'll get up. Can you get up just 15 minutes earlier to make this happen? You know, for those of you that have little kids that can kind of wake up at any time, sometimes we have to get creative to make it happen. You know, maybe you're making it happen after you drop the kids off at daycare and you've got 10 minutes of just you and you in your car where you can spend a few minutes before you go into work if you work outside. Uh, Maybe it happens in the bathtub where you, you know, just 10 minute bath in the morning. Or maybe it happens a little bit, you know, later in your day when the kids are napping. So I would really think about for you, 
what is the way that you want to design this? Or maybe you start really early in the morning. Can you work it in later in the day? So um, you want to design it the night before, decide what time you're going to get up, and then set an intention for your morning ritual. You know, what's the intention? How do you want to feel when you are done? What do you want to receive from that practice? Because it really is all about you receiving in a sense. Okay, so I've actually designed a PDF to help you with this that you can go ahead and download. I'll link it below this video um, or the podcast if you're listening. I'm going to link it below and you can go ahead and grab this PDF if you want a little bit of guidance and a little bit of support in designing your own individual morning practice. So make sure that you grab that before you go. And I want to just talk to you about one thing that I get a lot of questions on, and that is, should you meditate? So do you guys meditate? Let me know. I'd love to hear. It's something that I've been working on actively for probably the last seven or eight years of my life. Is probably Maybe not that long. Probably maybe the last six years of my life that I've incorporated that as part of my daily practice at somewhere in my day. And, you know, I would say like, this is one of those things that has had profound shifts for me in terms of creating success, creating how I want to feel. And it was also one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around. So if that's you, if you're like, listen, I'm type A, I can't shut my brain off. I hate meditating. It makes me so uncomfortable. It just makes me squirm. I hear you because that was me. I hear you. And I don't think you need to force yourself to meditate if it's not your thing right now. I do encourage you to keep showing up and keep practicing because I do think there's like these really beautiful benefits that are, that are a part of meditation. However, for me, I couldn't at first. I started with breath work. And so I really did start by just learning how to breathe into my belly. Prior to that, I was in such a state of like stress and anxiety. I was like a lot of chest breathing, um, it was hard for me to sort of like calm my brain down and I learned how to just start with the breath. And you can do this just by simply putting a hand on your belly, maybe one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly and breathe in through the nose with the intention of making your belly rise. So you're breathing deep into the belly and out through the mouth. And I started, that's how I started, is just learning how to breathe with some deep, slow belly breaths. Then I started doing um, what's called the five, four, seven breath, which is breathing into the belly to a count of five. And you just do, I'll do it with you. So breathe in with a count of five, four, three, two, one. Hold and pause for a count of one two, three, four, and then release your breath slowly to the count of seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. If you just did that along with me, you probably feel a shift and you probably feel different. And I encourage you to maybe make even just taking three breaths like that a part of your morning ritual if you are just getting started with meditation. I love to start with breath work first because it allows, just like helps my whole nervous system regulate, calm down so that I can go into a space of meditation. If for you, you're still like, forget it, I'm not going to do this. 
then I would highly recommend, you know, maybe just journaling. You know, you can just take that time to connect with your vision, connect with your journaling. So a typical meditation practice for me is starts with breath work. I'll go into a relaxation. It can look, now it looks a lot different, you guys. I definitely do, um, you know, some deeper meditations and things like that. But initially it would start there. And I always end with connecting with my vision connecting with my future self who's already living into the dreams that I have for myself and for my life and for my family. And I let her show me. I let her teach me. I notice how she walks and talks. I notice what she's wearing, how she's holding herself. And you can even ask questions of your future self. You can ask her how she did it. You can ask her what she wants you to know. But by connecting with that future vision and, and if, you know, you can just use your imagination, you just make it up, right? Remember when you were a kid and you used to daydream, taking a few minutes, even three minutes to connect will really support you in your day. And then I'll basically just connect with, you know, setting my intention for the day. It's like, okay, what's the one action I want to take towards those dreams now? Okay, so I know this was a lot, but I really wanted you to consider designing your morning practice in a way that is simple and easy. So I've just given you all kinds of suggestions, ideas for what this could look like. Now go out and make it yours. Decide, is it five minutes? Is it 10 minutes? Is it an hour? Doesn't matter, right? Just make it yours. And you can ask yourself, you know, if you haven't been showing up to it fully or getting what you want out of it, ask yourself, what are your roadblocks? So what's in the way for you? Is it time? That's a big one for a lot of people is just creating the time in the space. Is it not really knowing how to get there? Hopefully this was really helpful for you today so you can design your own practice. And instead of you know focusing on why you can't do it, if you've held a belief like, I don't have time, I can't make this happen, this doesn't work for me, I want you instead to ask yourself, how could you make it work? Because when we ask our brain better questions, we get so much better answers. How could you make it work? How could you design it in a way that it supports your intention, connects you to your vision, fills you up with purpose, and gets you in a space where you're moving through your day? So this is like you begin to control the day instead of the day controlling you. So remember to download my PDF. It's called Morning Mastery. Design your future success with a purposeful morning ritual. And here's what I want to leave you guys today. Try this for 30 days. Try it for 30 days. Design or redesign your morning ritual so that you're coming to it with intention and how you want to feel. Be willing to experiment, but be consistent for 30 days. And even if that means that, you know, one day you show up for three minutes, you still show up. And I would love to hear if you take this on for 30 days, if you connect to your vision in this way for the next 30 days, I really want to hear the stories of what opens up for you, of what you're noticing, like the synchronicities, the divine connections. There are just so many things, you guys, that I know are going to open up for you if you're willing to take this on. So let me know. Comment below. Send me a DM. Tell me if you're going to take this on. Tell me if you're going to take on this challenge. And if you like this video, please be sure, or this episode, please be sure to like, 
please share it with a friend who needed to hear this. Maybe you have somebody who's struggling with a morning practice, please share and also subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We're here every single week. Thank you guys. This was so much fun hanging out with you today. Happy creating. I can't wait to hear what comes through for you guys.